0: Today's episode is brought to you by Slayhouse Publishing, recorded at Wayne Howard Studios.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Slayhouse Presents God It Is So much it's easier, so much easier to remember. Uh, this is Jeremy <laughs> and with me as always is Trevor I'm and here. this is our this isn't our year in review, it is our year in future seeing it.
0: Like, year in future sight year in prestidigitation well, it's not, our
1: year in prestidigitation it's our prestidigitation i don't that's like magic i don't know this, uh, that's yeah that's just, just like sleight of hand stuff. yeah this this is our year in sleight of hand <laughs> this is <laughs> our this is our year in seer this is our clear year in clairvoyant uh, view um i don't know Fuck, this is what <laughs> your, we're going to be in, doing your, this year year in clairvoyance <laughs> this is what we're going to be doing this year, things we're looking forward to.
0: There's so much to talk about. New Year, new us. I feel like there's uh, there's so much on the horizon that uh, we're really excited about. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Slay House.
1: Let's talk about Slay House. Let's open but up. But first, I have to Sleigh. announce this. He's going to kill me, folks. He's going to hate this, but I don't care. That's, it's my fucking company. I can do what. <laughs> <laughs> um, first, I would like to give a shout out to our weekly local sponsor sh- uh, showcasing this. Uh, the number one cleaning service from Butte, Montana. That is Wipe My Butte. Um. Oh, no. And, and also... All right,
0: Wipe My Butte, get a better name. <laughs> You've got a really terrible... Com-
1: I know we shouldn't, like,
0: <laughs> dump on our local sponsors. What's but... there
1: really be a, a Wipe My Butte? Oh, my God, I hope there is. <laughs> They're like a toilet cleaning service or something. That would be incredible. <laughs> also, um, I'm going to see if he can get this before I tell the, the actual punchline. Nabokov Security. Oh no! Yeah, so so whenever their motto is, whenever anyone tries to approach you, we say nah, back off. (laughs) Yeah, and Nabakov is rolling in his grave right now. (laughs) Well, good. Have you seen the shitty rights? He deserves (laughs) to. Um, (laughs) And and Q post production. Q crickets. This is like our sixty we're, we're episode. Not, yeah, we're not 61. quite
0: two years into this, but yeah, yeah. it's around the corner is it what is. I'm saying. It is.
1: It is. Um so yeah, so today we're just gonna be talking about Slayhouse in twenty twenty three and uh we're gonna start with talking about, you know, some upcoming announcements for Slayhouse, kind of what we're getting our hands into. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot. We are gonna have to scrub under the fingernails. Um yeah. it's really yeah. getting dirty, yeah. down and dirty. Yeah. Uh, and then we are going to uh, end with talking about some books we're looking forward to reading, yeah, um, my, other than our own an- books. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the most anticipated reads of 2023. Because let's um, be real, we've got we've got books on the way this year. Uh, we have another yes. anthology planned, actually two anthologies. Dos, this is the
1: big news. Dose right? anthologies. Uh, we, What's w- Spanish we are, for anthology? Uh, Anthología, I think. They just pronounce it differently?
0: Yes, basically. <laughs> it's not any different. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, so what we're doing... <laughs> I, I, I'm I just thinking about how I spent, like, $25,000 <laughs> learning, learning how to pronounce water. words differently. <laughs> 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 <That's>, <laughs> oh, my god!
1: Uh, we pissed off all the Spanish-speaking people today. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sad inside. Um, yes, yes. So we have two anthologies. So let's talk about those Two
0: anthologies, right. So, I mean, we've been doing Tales of Slayhouse. Oh for the last 2 years. Yeah. We have Tales one. Tales at uh, Tales of Slayhouse 2022.
1: Hence 2 years. We were really original. See how that yeah, see how that yeah connects in creating
0: that. But this is our <laughs> our <blown>. yearly <laughs> anthology. This is our celebration yep. of of um, you know, indie genre short fiction. Mm-hmm. Um if uh, you're interested in submitting to us, our submission window is opening soon. We'll announce it on our socials. Yep. Uh, but you should and absolutely on the podcast? watch out Are for. Are we going to announce it on the? Podcast? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, we'll I can't imagine yeah. we wouldn't announce it on the podcast yeah. too. Okay. Um, but yeah, listen in. Uh, pay attention to that. You know, it's a great opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, to submit your stuff. I love reading, and I love reading your short fiction. So, um, and then on top of that, we're opening up a new anthology. Yep. Not necessarily, I would say, a th- themed anthology. Correct. But. Because uh, we all know how I abhor,
1: the, yeah. We all right. know how I abhor theme anthologies. This is themed yeah. adjacent.
0: I don't. I don't know that I dislike theme anthologies
1: so uh, from much. From a writer's a... standpoint, I do just because you, oh, yeah, you craft course. a story that's you, 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 really, a story that you're
0: really passionate about, and, and it's, then where it's do you really sell it?
1: only sold for this particular yeah, theme. Where, where and where so, if it doesn't get, it? get accepted, now you're. You, yeah. It's a great experience. It's a great exercise in writing. Yeah. But if you're trying to get your name out there and publish and stuff, it makes it hard. So I want to stay away from that level of being...
0: But that being said, these are uh, Tales of the Slay Siblings. Yes. uh, Which is, we are, you know, kind of reaching out to commission from Mm -hmm. you writers stories um, that would fit into the lives of the Slay Siblings. These are, uh, you know, the canonical tales of uh our
1: founders so they can't see us air quote in a podcast can they
0: no probably not (laughs) no uh but this is i think it's going to be a really fun experiment it will be um and i i think that uh it will make a very unique kind of of uh anthology so if you're interested in that again Watch out because we will be posting information about that on our socials mm-hmm. and opening up that call for submissions uh, fairly soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but aside from just the
1: anthologies, we've got a number of other books coming on the at way. At least two books coming out. At least two, with the potential right. of probably one or two more towards the closer towards the end of the year. Yeah. So, first up is J.B. McLaurin's uh, Black Echoes. Which is
0: v- a very exciting
1: Folks, book. Folks, I am looking, I just sent Trevor the cover, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at, I'm working on the cover at this with, um, with Trueborn Design. It's a
0: really interesting cover. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, not only that, I think it really speaks to kind of the weirdness of this book yeah, and what yeah. makes this book really Crime really thriller slash
1: horror yeah. slash, I mean, it's, a, it's when, a.
0: When we opened the call for novels mm-hmm. for novel submissions, this is one of the ones that. That we were most interested in for sure, yeah. Um, it, it really had a neat hook, and I think this is gonna be a
1: really cool book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very baller, very baller. But that's not the only novel we've nope. Got coming out. After that, we have Sean Edwards' The Cartography Door coming out,
0: yeah, um, another really fascinating kind book. of cross
1: genre horror mm-hmm. crime, kind of uh, miss you know, just this, this cross genre, genre blending kind of book, and yeah. It's, I, I I haven't I I am in the process of getting early an early start on the cover for that one and it is, and some of you who are probably like, like, man, he's like really late. If these books are coming out soon, but folks, I'm doing the best I can. But no, this <laughs> books, is, books are expensive. It, it, it yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're
0: expensive to produce, and and doing stuff like and the, uh, I want to do them are, are pretty. Yeah, and pretty I expensive. I don't want
1: to just do the standard generic covers. I want the covers to be their right. own yeah. works of art that are representative of the stories yes. inside of the book. I mean, right. they yeah. they have to match. It's not just. Something yeah, generic right. that we slap and on there.
0: Finding the right cover artist for the kind of thing that you're looking for yeah. is really tough. You know, I I think um we we kind of stumbled into gold with Tales of Slayhouse twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um just amazing, and she does some really wonderful art, um, you know, kind of building those relationships, cultivating Mm -hmm. those relationships. Finding the artist that really has the imagination for what we want a
1: cover to look like is difficult. And I feel like, actually I feel like all three artists that we've really worked with um, for these different covers have all really understood the projects and have really... Stepped up to the plate when it comes to yeah, and and but this isn't easy, folks. It, I mean, anybody can design a cover. We are looking for people to design the right cover. We want right. like I said, our it, books. To it does stand need out. to
0: stand as a a, yeah. a work of art on its own.
1: You can't sure. judge a book by a cover unless it's an actual book. And <laughs> then you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, beyond that, we're, we are looking at a few more books. Um, I am in the process of writing some that I might do another standalone novel before I get the sequel to eyes only to a mindful mm-hmm. of scorpions mm-hmm. out, but a mindful of scorpion sequel is coming. Um, I would like it to be here later this year. Uh, we'll yeah. see kind of how it all goes. Yeah. We're also looking for some other recently acquired books. I know, um, I'm not under contract yet with a couple of authors. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, they are. They have submitted their novels to me, and we've talked about maybe 2024 getting them out there. Um, maybe sooner if we can. But yep. they're both satisfied with the 2024 release date. So as we get under contract with them, um, these are authors. I will just say that we've worked with them before. Um, yeah actually hell what the hell Karen's one of them she's got another book ready I mean and she I'm and I ready. are gonna work on it this <laughs> this year so I, I really and like Karen's, Karen's a member stuff. Of, yeah she's a member of Slay house so it's yeah. like whatever Karen I'm just throwing you out there yeah I <laughs> mean I
0: mean I'm I'm ready for for Karen's next novel <clears throat> and uh, we, uh, we both know how I feel about her fiction and oh yeah she's I, you terrific. know anything she does I, I'm really excited for
1: um we are uh, I think we're, we're we've got a lot coming as far as publishing uh, and we're going to be out there, too. We're going back to StokerCon um, in June, right? I think
0: that's one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about, because yeah. I am so excited for, for StokerCon. Me, too. Um, I'm so excited to see the friends that I made I've last year. I've never been to Pittsburgh. I, you
1: know, I, I have. <laughs> At least we don't have to drive through western Kansas. <laughs> oh, never again. Never people again. out there, are like, he's never going to let this go. I never know. Never again.
0: Not, I'm but not. I am really excited about StokerCon yeah. to, to see the friends that I made last year and make some new friends. Um, there are some people that are going to be here that or th- this year, hopefully, that were not there last year, and uh, I-
1: I'm just excited on the whole for this. I uh, uh, my uh, my hemorrhoids are under control, so I'm not excited on the whole. Um, <laughs> Gross! That was a bad. That's that, um, disgusting. And again, a shout out to Wipe My Butte.
0: Oh no! That's, that, <laughs> you said that was a cleaning <laughs> service, not a
1: diaper yeah, service. I know. It does sound Gross. like it should be a diaper service, oh, that, maybe. Yeah, uh, like, like an elderly, like, yeah, yeah, elderly
0: home
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, care. Damn, Jeremy, research your jokes better before you just deliver them. <laughs> what kind of podcast are you running here? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, anyway um, <laughs> Moving on Moving on uh, I'm excited for it to, Hey how close is Pittsburgh To Philadelphia Because I want to run those Rocky steps I honestly don't know I couldn't tell you We're going to get sued by it. Sylvester Stallone now <laughs> um, I mean it's you, close enough like, It's definitely dri- It's sly. not
0: western Kansas Driving
1: distance <laughs> Okay well yeah. uh, Fuck if anything is I think it'd be shorter <laughs> To go to the moon Than go to western <laughs> Kansas uh, uh, um, Yeah anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, you know, there is a Pittsburgh, Kansas. Uh,
1: yeah, I do know. Didn't we pass by it <laughs> yeah, or something? Did, yeah, uh, not sure not, not directly, before. but like yeah, it yeah, was we, like we, a turnoff.
0: We, we, we kind of like passed by it. Yeah. I've been there a couple of times. Yeah,
1: it's like it's like fucking what Miami, There's, Oklahoma, yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 They even like mispronounce it, and it's like yeah,
0: it's misspelled. It's not even spelled right. Yeah, it's like yeah. what, what,
1: what? Yeah. Who are you fooling here? I mean, Pittsburgh, like, who Kansas. Who are you is,
0: uh, they, they have a little college there. Um, it's like it, I forget the name of the college, but I think it's uh, Pitt State. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's Pitt State University.
1: Oh, we're and, really uh, pissing everybody off. Yeah, of this episode, they, they, aren't
0: they we? their uh, their mascot are the gorillas. Yeah, whatever. The Pitt
1: State Gorillas, because gorillas are native to Kansas. Everyone knows this. (laughs) Everyone knows that, yeah. Um, Cool. Awesome. Uh, we were talking about StokerCon, I think. Yeah, I'm excited to meet the people we met there last year, too. Um, I think it's going to be great. We met a lot of great people. We are, are very fortunate for the friends that we've made. Yeah. Um, some of them have received swag, and they've been giving us shout-outs on yeah, social Yeah, uh, that's media. pretty exciting. Yeah. So you are welcome, everyone. We are thankful <laughs> for all of you. We are thankful for your friendships, and we are doing whatever we can to support— yeah. Hey. Um, since this is getting released pretty timely, like I'm going to release it tomorrow. Um, Uh I do want to give a shout out for those of you who may or may not know, uh, Laird Barron has a GoFundMe. He's in the hospital. Laird, get, get better soon. We love you, man. Uh, I I, love reading your work. Um,
0: yeah. And and, like, seriously, (laughs) if, if, if you are a member of the, (coughs) excuse me, the horror community and, uh. You know, you got a spare 15, 20 bucks. You know, yeah. I mean, not even that. If you've got any money that you can spare. Um, th- th- I, I don't know exactly everything cause, uh, Laird is uh, apparently a pretty private person. Yeah. Um, but. And the only,
1: that's the only reason I'm mentioning it is because his buddy has come on and, and mm-hmm. kind of shared stuff on yeah. social media. Yeah. Uh, Joe Landon, I think it was. Or, uh, yeah. Or, Joe Landale. Yeah. yeah. Landale. Sorry, Joe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. And, and I mean, he's a really important figure in horror and. And, uh, you know, just this genre fiction in general. And, uh, you know, like a lot of writers, um, he doesn't have health care. And so, you know, huge emergency medical stays like this one um, can be extraordinarily just astronomically expensive. Too many
1: goddamn Republicans think, you know, universal health care is like a socialist Oh, right. Yeah. No. So can I say that on it our just, podcast? Uh, I mean,
0: f- yeah. F- fuck Republicans. <laughs> I mean, there you go.
1: <laughs> we're not political at all. Though. <laughs> we're
0: an apolitical be. podcast. We're an apolitical podcast. No, it's just, you know, this is the sort of thing that happens. we political as long as you're not
1: Republican. <laughs> right. This is the, the thing that happens, <laughs> yeah. though,
0: when, when you don't uh, value human life, you yeah. know, and yeah. you, you end up with. You know, people like um, Laird Barron, immensely talented, um, you know, trying to sustain himself on his art. And rather,
1: unfortunately, and um, more people need to be reading him, read buy his books. But more importantly, let's kind of support Laird right now when he needs us. And um, I'll, I'll do what I can, you know, as far as Slay House goes. But really, my biggest thing is just getting the word out there so that there are others. If you help us get the word out. Um, and mm-hmm. help support him cuz he needs it man he is a he is a treasure and we just want to support him yeah
0: i um, agree so yeah um just you can find him on uh, gofundme you mm-hmm. know if you, if you follow him on uh, social media or I used,
1: anything like that you know when my stepfather passed away um, I used to GoFundMe account because he was, he was actually sick. So he was terminal, right? Yeah. Um, he had, for those of you who don't know, he had metastatic melanoma. He was, he was asymptomatic when he was diagnosed in August of 2014. Yeah. And the doctor uh, said he had to like the beginning of the next year. And in fact, he died. It's actually the anniversary is coming up. He died January 28th of 2015. That's how yeah. fast four stage four skin cancer took him. But yeah. he didn't have, um, really great insurance. He was not a, a writer, but he was a record a, record, right. a recording, yeah. uh, producer. He had his own business. Um, he had like the standard Medicare and stuff, but really nothing big. And he didn't have any kind of burial or funeral, um, arrangements set up. Yeah. And so we did a GoFundMe for that. And that saved us. I was able to walk into the funeral home and write a check to pay for his funeral expenses. Yeah. Um, because of that so anybody who thinks you know goFundMe is a scam or something please don't I mean I I, I you know especially if you're like older I mean you look at these kind of online like yeah. like like uh raising you know fundraising yeah. things and you're like is and, this legit I'm not,
0: I'm not gonna say that like everything that that goes on to a Go, goFundme right, is, right. is legitimate but right you know this is one of those instances that
1: um if somebody's asking I, I mean, you to help really fund their seriously. their trip to the Bermuda or something, <laughs> right, then yeah, maybe that's a, maybe not a different thing. that,
0: but what? Uh, but, but you know, yeah. I, like there just, are some
1: worthy causes out there. Yeah, and, and yeah. I think Laird Barron's one of them. Yeah, yeah. so, so you know,
0: him. again, if you're able to, if you're able to support, mm-hmm. um, please consider lending him your support
1: uh let's see what else um we're also looking at going to um world fantasy con right yeah we've been, we've been we've been looking
0: that, at that in kansas city i believe we will be there I this year so. um which is pretty exciting that's yep. a, that's a bit later in the year but um definitely something to look forward to
1: yep we have the radio dramas we're still working on we're about to go back in the studio for our next radio drama yeah, that's even right i'm while really excited for that one even while Chris and I put the final touches on um, the last one that we've just yeah. completed, yeah. Um, this is going to be a completely different experience than what you've Very heard from Very different before. experience. Um, and I think it's going to be worth it.
0: And I, I think going forward, this is something we are, you know, kind of committing to do more of. Yep. Um, it's a really exciting project. I think those of you who are interested in it are going to have a really great time. Yep. We're going to put out that first one in the podcast feed for yep. free. Yep. So if you're interested in it, please listen, share it around, like it if you like it, and then uh future radio dramas will be uh available exclusive to our Patreon listeners for for a time as well as on uh Audible and, and other uh audio platforms
1: as well as if you uh, for a nominal fee of $3 a month. Um, you could subscribe to our ACAST subscription right, and yep. uh, get all the radio dramas. Or like Trevor was saying, you can sign up for one of the tiers on Patreon. And any one of the tiers, $3 mm-hmm. and up, will have access to, to the radio dramas as well as um, – all the merch and you know, just depending yep. on what tier you sign up for. So all yep. of this goes to support Slayhouse's, you know, publishing activities, um, paying our authors, paying our contributors to our anthologies, yeah. paying, paying our right. editors, paying our cover paying artists. Our actors. Paying our actors, paying our well, I would say musicians, but Chris and I are kind of the musicians on this. I, I mean, mean still paying But your he's musicians. also he's the producer, so it's paying him uh, too. Yeah, so right, um exactly. so supporting all of us again, you're supporting Local artists and small artists, and, and that's
0: really the big thing. You know, the, these small are, in scope, not in size. Some right? Of us are, these are these are we. We've actually hired you know some local actors to yeah. come in and collaborate with us yeah. on these. Uh, these. You know, it's more than just projects. Trevor and I
1: trying to do silly voices.
0: Uh, you know, I will. St- I'll do a silly voice any day. Of I the week. will do. I'll still do a silly uh, voice. But yeah, I mean, we're we're really trying to uh, patron local arts, and so
1: all of what you do to support Slayhouse House goes to local artists. So I want to add too that I think this is our final announcement. Um, this is not exactly my last, but it's one of my last. Yeah, podcast episode. Let, let's
0: okay. Hold on. It's not one of your last podcast. It's one of your last regular co-host appearance. Yeah, appearances. On oh the man, show. I was going to get some You're sympathy. You're go- Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I could kill you off like I did. You know, way back when. <laughs> He did. He killed uh, me off. Of I those. did. It was. Not, I think we've told that story on the podcast, though. I believe we? I have. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, believe yeah. so. I, I, killed him off. All right. Class. So
1: we all know that I'm wearing a shit ton of hats doing this thing, right? It's I'm a, the it's editor in chief. I'm trying to to wrangle in marketing and advertising, which you know that is something that us MFA you know graduates in writing know about is marketing and advertising, <laughs> uh, not. Um, <laughs> to channel my inner Wayne and Garth um uh, <laughs> uh, not, not. <laughs> um But, you know, I'm doing that. I'm also writing my own stuff. I'm also uh, just, I mean, we're working on these radio dramas. I'm doing a lot of stuff. And I, uh, Trevor has, well, I don't know. Should we, I mean, I'm going to be back on the show for some interviews. We're going to do like our, still our Star Wars updates. You're not going away. I'm not going away. To be very, very clear. I'm just not going to be here every week like I have been.
0: Yeah. It's it's, uh, in this transitional period where we are growing a lot bigger, Mm -hmm. I think, than we had anticipated growing. Yeah. Uh, it just means that, you know, this we was inevitable. We're going to have to. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have inevitable. to tackle different elements yeah. of uh, this publishing stuff. Guess so what
1: folks, the day will come as we grow that even Trevor may not be part of the podcast I mean, because it, he'll be doing other stuff. It could happen and, that that it just evolves that way. I mean, right? it's, you know, it's in change is inevitable. And yeah. And and But this is good change because it means that we are growing and that we can yes. know, reallocate our resources so that we can, you know, capture yeah. and do everything that we want to do so we exactly. can keep growing.
0: So, so my commitment yes. right, as as co-host uh, and and soon to be, uh, I'm going to call myself veteran co-host yep. with my new co-host. Right. Yep. Uh, but my commitment is to try to keep the show entertaining and interesting and bring uh, some new format some new stuff mm-hmm. um, into the podcast booth uh, so that, you know, we're still having interesting conversations about literature. Yep. Um, but, you know, we're, we're doing other stuff, too. I want to keep up with author interviews. Um, and this allows me a bit more flexibility because now I can start to coordinate with different authors and try to get them in um around a time when we're both not just stressed the <laughs> F out about, you know, everything else. Um, and it, it, it is also really exciting because we're going to get um, a new voice or some new voices, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of come in. Um, I, we haven't like formally officially announced my co-host. Yep. But uh, my co-host will be my partner, Caitlin. Yep. Who is very spicy and is into <laughs> some very spicy stuff.
1: They bring it. Bring and
0: uh it. I think she's going to be a real treat to have around. So, um that's kind of where we're we're going for 2023. Are we finally getting the sip and Smut? We uh, yeah, I, we have been talking about sip and Smut for <laughs> for, a, for a long time. We yeah. have. I don't know yeah. that it will be a Slayhouse Presents sip and Smut uh series, but but we are absolutely going to we've been talking about branching back out. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, sip and Smut was my wife's uh, podcast idea she had started recording it with a friend and things kind of fell through so it never came together but the idea has never left her brain and so um she and i are, are kind of collaborating together to create this um i hope very entertaining podcast <laughs> that she she and i may do on our own in addition to Slayhouse presents yeah. so if you came to Slayhouse presents for the literary conversation, that's not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> but if you're also interested in uh, spicy romance, you know, that—that
1: <laughs> that is probably on the horizon. Cool, you know. cool, cool, cool. All fun stuff. I think uh, that covers it, doesn't it, as far as like our big I think announcements?
0: Those are the big announcements. Yeah. So the next thing we want to do is talk about our hottest anticipated reads of 2023, yep. the stuff that we're really excited to dive into this year.
1: And for me, for part of my list, I'm assuming this is what you meant by your list, is that it's all like stuff coming out this year. It's stuff coming out because this there, year. Because there is stuff on my shelves that I'm still you you know. Oh, just believe me, I'll never get
0: through all of this stuff yeah. that's on my shelves. But that's not going to stop me from buying new books, from appreciating new books, from Absolutely. talking about new books. So, these are new books that are coming out in 2023. You brought 12, I brought 10. Yeah. We have not discussed these lists at all
1: nope nope so these are gonna surprise each other these
0: are probably gonna be super surprising much as i uh, surprised
1: him with my butte montana joke that wasn't a surprise though i mean i
0: I always knew it was gonna
1: be you folks think that that you're tired of that but when you've had a few weeks of just (laughs) trevor and kate and i'm not here to give you these wonderful puns (laughs) i will say you're just gonna be like damn it kate doesn't do puns she doesn't all the more reason you should take the puns over
0: Caitlin is my straight man in the in the, the relationship
1: for sure all right uh so what books do you want to start or should I start
0: uh you have 12 so maybe let's start uh just just you know throw out a book and and let's talk about it
1: yeah yeah um shit I forgot to write down what all these are about Salman Rushdie <laughs> is always like a genre-bending kind of oh, author. Oh, okay, um, yeah. He's got a new book coming out uh, called Victory City, and it's a new novel, and I am just eager as fuck to read this thing. I like some good yeah, Salman Yeah, you know, Rushdie.
0: I've actually never read one of his books at all, so that's really interesting. That's a really mm-hmm. fun choice.
1: And I do remember, can I, since I've got 12, can I just kind of catch Yeah, it and, I think I think okay. so. Okay. Um, this next one, I believe, is or no, oh shit, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is the next one. Um, I don't remember. Margaret, Margaret Atwood also has a book coming out called Old Babe in the Woods. And it oh. may be a collection of short stories. I can't remember. But Margaret either way, it's great, but though. it's Margaret Atwood. So I'm like, fuck. I'm yeah. There, when, there.
0: when, when a new Margaret Atwood, uh, drops, you kind of got to pay attention for yep. sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I mean, I'll share my number 10 if you're ready. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So I, I ranked mine. This is kind of fun. Yep. This is how my brain works. I, I rank things just complete, almost completely arbitrarily, but I rank them. Yep. Uh, and you don't. Nope. Right. So this is, I'm going in, in uh, it would be ascending order.
1: For those of you who are dog owners, I'm like the dog on the walk. I'm like focused on one thing and then I see something else and I focus on that. And then I'm smelling this poop over here and then I'm like, ooh, squirrel. And, so and I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, like,
0: <laughs> I'm like making my lists and I'm like, like prioritizing stuff. Um, but, but in it, you know, I'm, I'm very excited about all of these, but mm-hmm. in ascending order, right? right? So starting with the stuff that I'm, I'm like, not least most excited about but I'm I'm very excited about to like the yeah. stuff that I'm like I will kick you in the mouth if you get in my way <laughs> of, of me getting this book so cool. Uh, but we're st- we're starting my list number 10 with How to Sell a Haunted House by Grady Hendrix.
1: I saw that and I knew that'd be on one of our I didn't include it because yeah. I was like this is going to be on our list it's so gonna I be knew on Trevor was going to pick it So
0: yeah that yeah. one comes out January 17th so Tuesday
1: <laughs> you yeah. really did your research cause I, I did. just like wrote down author and book. I didn't I did. even write down like I I found date. out when they're coming out. Uh I'm a I'm, I'm so excited about fired. this.
0: I I listened to um an interview with uh, Grady Hendrix on uh, "She Wore Black." Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this book. That's awesome, and uh, and the interview just—I mean—only served to to pique my interest more. Um, this is his take on a haunted house story. I'm ready.
1: I, I'm so excited for this next book cool very cool very cool i'm excited to read it as well it's, it didn't make my list but um yeah that, mainly that's because i knew I, I even think... though we didn't review i was like i know trevor is going to include yeah. some of these so yeah so i'm like i'm not going to just oh yeah me too all the way through it so right you know um am i pronouncing this right sorry I, so I, oh, fuck me i uh sorry this one what? right here soraya Pal- palmer Sor- yeah, Soraya. yeah, Soraya Palmer. Okay. you like making this into a whole thing. I, Soraya. I, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to bash my head against the wall. <laughs> I am so sorry, Soraya. I, I don't be- know why. I believe I've...
0: that's how it would be pronounced. I knew
1: I knew from the um, the detail of the book itself that it is like she's Puerto Rican or or the yeah, author so is Puerto Rican. Soraya, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but the book is called The Human Origins of Beatrice Porter and Other Essential Ghosts. And I think it's a collection of short stories. And Ooh, I'm, okay. I'm very excited about it. And it's Puerto Rican in origin. So nice. I'm very excited about that one. That's very,
0: very cool. That one was not even on my radar. So, uh, awesome. I legit
1: so... just Googled like 2023 book releases. And oh, yeah. Found all these. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my next <laughs> uh, book, number nine, is Melinda West, Monster Gunslinger uh-huh. by
1: Casey Griffin. The same Casey Griffin who came contributed to our anthology. She did.
0: Her story, You Train, is one of the audio narrations we did for the podcast. If you haven't listened, you can listen back. Go listen to it. This book comes out February 2nd. It is about uh, Melinda West, Monster Gunslinger. It's like a, (laughs) it's kind of a a dark fantasy Western. Um, Her work, Casey Griffin's work, just continues to get better for me. The more time I spend with it. And I am so excited to see what she wants to do with, like, a crazy Western.
1: I'm I'm into it. I'm ready. You know, growing up in the 90s as, like, this lover, I wasn't a huge fan of Westerns, but I watched, like, Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven. I watched The yeah. Young Guns and Young Guns 2. I watched Tombstone. I'm like, man, I love these films. Yeah. And then I'm watching, like, Hellraiser and, like, Scream. And, like, I'm like, there needs to be. Horror, more horror and western. It just, absolutely, it needs to be combined. So yeah, I love it. A gunslinger like shooting like, up. Like I'm telling
0: it's, you, it like a match made in heaven in absolutely. my brain. Absolutely. And uh and and well, let's also be real, I I really wish there were more women protagonists in mm-hmm. western fiction. Yep. And so the idea of like a lady who could shoot you dead, uh, be- with her gunslinging skills, I- I'm just I'm into that. Like that's a that's a whole Have type. Have you for seen me.
1: Sam Raimi's The Quick and the Dead with Sharon Stone as the the oh yeah the, the gunslinger? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. got a young Leo DiCaprio and yeah, that's right. And they're uh, they're there to get revenge on uh, on. Uh, uh, Gene Hackman. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Yeah, yeah that's right. Beautiful. Fucking, it's a, it's a really interesting movie. <laughs> I love I, it.
0: But I, I just, you know, I, I I, don't know. Maybe it's just me and in, in my uh, crazy brain, but yeah. I'm just like, yeah, let's let's yeah. go. Let's
1: I'm ready and forget Robert Rodriguez is from Dust to Dawn which really wasn't a western but it was like I'd, I I like be, bank robbers in Texas I may be uh, the
0: the minority here uh I didn't care for that movie <laughs> I really didn't You're
1: not because I remember going with a bunch of friends and they're like what is it a crime film or like a monster like vampire it's film It's not
0: the genre mashing that I didn't enjoy like it's, like I'm I'm all for the genre mashing it's yeah. I I don't know that
1: movie just didn't I I mean, totally, it does shift. You think it's a crime drama uh, for the first half and then vampires Don't get me wrong. It's a
0: wildly entertaining movie.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's what I Um, love There were just some elements that I was – I don't know. And Harvey Keitel is some kind of like preacher or something. I thought it was hilarious.
0: Salma Hayek (laughs) is like a belly dancing vampire.
1: Uh, Hey, I'm sold. (laughs) That sold (laughs) me way back when. I'm in love with Salma Hayek. I love you, my wife. I love my wife, but Salma Hayek is – I've heard it before. Uh, Kelly Link has a new collection coming out too, white cat, black dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm very interested, uh, in reading that as well too. So some of these are short story collections, but I'm fine with that. I love them. I mean, Kelly Link is such a singular voice. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: and her work is always uh, like really weird. Uh, but it's the kind of weird that makes you think a lot. Um, I really think her fiction as kind of a modern mythology, modern fable, you know, sort of thing.
1: And there's no easy answers. It's not something like
0: she really makes you work for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, her her work is very, very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, my next book uh, was Looking Glass Sound by Katrina Ward. That is on my list as well, yeah, too. Yeah, April 11th, this one is coming out. Uh, she's becoming an auto buy for me. Yeah. I, I just, when I see a book from her that's coming out, I'm like, all right, I know I, I'm going to get this one. So um, I don't even, this is crazy. I don't even know what this one is
1: about. I just know it's going to be
0: good. So I'm gonna buy it.
1: I will jump in and say I know Cena Polio has some stuff coming out this year and like Lotera. Oh uh, yeah. And I did not include it on my list, but people don't think it's not because it's not on my list. It's yeah. I, I want to read I am actually
0: stuff. really interested in uh Loteria. Yeah. I, I I think
1: He pronounces it better than I do. <laughs> I pronounce it like the redneck.
0: <laughs> uh no, I I'm I'm really interested in that book. Um, it, again, it's not on my list, uh, but that's not because I'm ignoring anything. I, I just, you know, I went with like, what's the stuff that I'm just most excited about? Yeah. Like, like that I can't wait for. And she has um, the shoemaker's magician. She out does. Yeah. This, this the sequel to, yeah, to uh, uh, children of uh, Chicago. Children of Chicago. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I think those are going to be great books. I think so. Yeah. I like them. Uh, v. Castro's The Haunting of Alejandra.
0: All right. That's actually on my list, too. Uh, <laughs> ah. it, that was my number three.
1: Oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah.
0: This one's coming out April 18th. Awesome. Um, I am, ugh, don't tell anybody, I'm an advanced reader for this book. <gasps> I know. It's sitting on my net, net galley uh, shelf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm uh, the only reason I'm not reading it is because I'm reading another book right now, and then I'm gonna get to to that one. Awesome. Um But uh, my yeah, it's um, it's number three on my list because I ju- <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, man, I just I just know it's going to be incredible, <laughs> and uh, yeah, can't wait. Awesome. All right, your turn. All right. So next, I've got uh, every woman knows this. By Laurel Hightower. Oh, yeah! This is her yeah. short fiction collection. This comes out, uh, eight, uh I'm sorry, March third, and um, I mean, what can I say? Laurel Hightower is is just class A literature. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, she's incredible, and this collection of short stories uh, looks incredible. I just love everything that Laurel Hightower writes. Um and I am pumped about it.
1: Yep, me too. This is I. I can't wait. I didn't even re- realize that one was coming out. Yeah, so. that one's coming out. Um, so much for me looking at my big list of.
0: I'm just I know right. Here's the thing: like Laurel Hightower drops something, and I, I'm going to drop everything I'm doing to to run to that book. You yep, know, I'm yeah. going to
1: get it. I will get it. Um. T. Kingfisher's The House with Good Bones. You know what? A House with Good Bones. This
0: was going to be on my list, uh, but I knew you were going to put it on your list, so (laughs) I didn't put it on my list. There we go. Uh, Yeah, what an exciting book, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has really grown on me after I read um, What Moves the Dead. Uh, She was not even necessarily on my radar for some reason, and then that book blew me away yeah uh it's really fun because i i recommended it to to karsten um one of the the gals we work with mm-hmm. she's always coming to me for book recommendations and i was like uh what moves the dead read this book <laughs> and um she started re- reading it and she was like i don't i don't know i'm not she did she also doesn't know anything about the poe story which i think was also great interesting how I thought, do you know she's can, an english she's, mfa and she's never read that poster Yeah, how can you
1: be an English major
0: and I have not know no idea how she missed that part of her education it doesn't matter though. She ought to ask
1: for her money back.
0: I know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I but I was I was at first I was surprised, and then I was like, you know what? Even better for you though, because that's yep. that's going to make this reading experience so much better. And she was like, I don't know, it's really slow, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. And then the, I I followed up with her today, and she's like, Oh my god, I'm I'm getting to the part where you know the <laughs> the bodies disappeared, and I'm freaking out about it. I'm like, yeah, it's, and she's like, I can't, I just can't such, put it
1: down. Such great creepy imagery. I can't wait to see what she does with this I house get, of, which I guess is like her haunted house version. Yeah, you know, like,
0: I, lots of haunted house movies. I, uh, I love uh, a good haunted out. house story. If if it's, uh, yeah, if it's good, it's good. And mm-hmm. if, if it's Ting, T. Kingfisher, I think it's going to be great. Yep. Well, my next book was The Scourge Between Stars by Ness Brown. That comes out April 4th. It is about, um, a monster, something sold, so yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, but something on a generation, uh, starship like, okay, like one cool. of those starships that you know that they fly out, and the whole point is like you fly it out, and like, it's not gonna, yes, exactly. It's not going to reach its destination for many generations, and there's a monster on board. There's such a futility
1: and like, there's such an I existential crisis. I fucking built love into it. That, like, this idea. is
0: one of the reasons why I loved um, Dead Silence so yeah. much by S.A. Barnes. Mm-hmm. This is the sort of thing that I I was hoping S.A. Barnes' book would open the door to more
1: of. And it has.
0: And it has. So this <laughs> one's coming out, uh, did I already say, I, April 4th. Yeah. I, I can't wait, man.
1: I cannot wait. Maybe you know about this next book. I don't know enough about – I didn't re- – my, my research skills were really lacking this episode because, <laughs> again, this – the cover of this next book looked great. Um, it looked like it was an interesting idea. But, again, I thought I could remember all of these if I just mm-hmm. glanced at the names, and I obviously can't. <laughs> J.H. Markert's uh, – Mark, Markert, The Nightmare Man?
0: I've uh, no, this it is looks, new to me. I'm not, it's I've,
1: definitely a horror novel. It, it said something about being a collaboration with T. Kingfisher. I don't know. It looks baller, it looks amazing. Okay, it looks interesting, and maybe I misread that. So, T. Kingfisher, if you're listening to us and you're like, I don't have anything to do with this book, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you know, so yeah, it looks very interesting though. So, look it up. And if you find out what these books are about and you want to chastise me on social media, feel free to and just say idiot this is what it's about (laughs) all right well the next book for me
0: is the spite house by johnny compton this one comes out on february 7th um it's a a gothic ghost mansion sort of story another haunted house story Uh set in texas there we go, and uh, boy, boy howdy, I just am so excited about this book. I've been excited for this book. No pun intended. He's talking uh, yeah, about a book howdy. by Tex- Texas, yeah, and he yeah. says howdy. Yeah. I mean that was kind of on purpose, but oh, okay, pun intended. Um, then yeah, there's uh, uh, I-, I heard Johnny Compton talk on She Wore Black last year, mm-hmm. and uh, his his episode just came out today uh, with her w- an- another interview. I'm just so excited for this book. I think this book is really going to be a treat. Cannot wait for, you know, the three weeks or
1: whatever. I got to wait until this one comes out. Awesome. Uh, Christopher Golden's All Hallows looks like a really interesting book. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I definitely think this is going to be a really interesting book.
1: What can you tell us about it? I, nothing.
0: I've seen the cover.
1: <laughs> I saw the cover. That's me. That's me with like the Nightmare Man and then all Hallows. I'm like looking at I, these covers and I, I'm like I I'm saw
0: the, I saw the cover and uh and I I saw that it was Christopher Golden and I'm like, "Let's go." Yeah. Let's, let's go. This.
1: Let's do it. Yeah. So cool.
0: Awesome. Uh my next book is Don't Fear the Reaper by Stephen Graham Jones. That one also comes out February 7th. Uh, is it any surprise? This is the sequel to My Heart is a Chainsaw. And uh, I think this is going to be a real fun book. I love any I run into
1: a Stephen Graham Jones story. It and just now hooks Blue, in. Blue Easter cult stuck in my head now. Uh, Thank you. Yes. So is Christopher Walken going, I need more cowbell. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I have yeah. a fever and there's only one But uh, But this is a book that I think is, is uh, you know, meant to be savored. I'm really looking forward
1: to it. I remember seeing this and I thought, can I, in good conscience, add a Stephen Graham Jones book when I've only read one Stephen Graham Jones book not because I'm not sure if I like Stephen Graham Jones because mm-hmm. I know I like Stephen Graham Jones yeah I just need to catch up on him o- I need honestly to read.
0: It, it, you, here's the thing that I've learned I, about Stephen Graham Jones you ready I'm, mm-hmm. I'm about to drop the hottest take of all time okay you're never going to catch up to him that guy is the Olympic sprinter of publishing well he writes like a madman
1: that's, and his stuff is everywhere. I know. And I'm, well, remember my confusion thinking he was the editor for that best of horror series. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we both had that confusion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I just, I, I loved, uh, I loved, I loved what I've read the of The Only his. Good in- Indians. I did like, lo- yeah. The Only yeah. Good Indians. I love The Only Good Indians. I have. Skimmed like some of the other stuff, but I haven't really sat down and read it. It's kind of like V. Castro. I mean, which I just did with V Castro. I just listed one of her books, but I've you know, got a I bunch of other books so that I've got to so look good. at. And yeah. so it's like I'm I'm already sold on these authors after only reading one yeah. of their books. But it's like, one, I figured Stephen Graham Jones would be on your list. But two, I'm like, <laughs> I do I just need to cuz Mongrels I want to read Mongrels I want to read oh, yeah, um, after the after the people the lights go out or something is that am I, have I fucked up that title I have yeah probably I don't know I probably I he's I, not I'm even not he doesn't even know he's just like yeah. yeah you probably fucked it up Jeremy I mean
0: I've I've read uh, like several of his I novels have not read point. My
1: Heart Is a Chainsaw yet and I need to yeah, read it So man. I mean it's it's up your alley it's it, perfect It is uh so so yeah I can't wait for that either um Davia Cardinal's The Storyteller's Death, uh, which is more of a mystery. Um, It's less horror. It's more of a mystery. It's about a generational mystery involving a family. Interesting. Um, Okay. Looks really, really interesting.
0: Awesome. Well, I've already mentioned uh, my number three, which was Haunting of Alejandra. So Mm -hmm. we, we can move on.
1: Yep. Uh, amakatsu's red london's coming out this year. holy shit
0: that was my next book too is it yeah that's my that's my number two
1: hey there we go it's the sequel to uh red red uh, Red widow red widow Uh
0: uh-huh this one comes out march 14th um i i'm so pumped for this book i'm so pumped i couldn't wait so i'm an advanced reader for this one the only reason i haven't read the haunting of alejandro right is because I'm currently reading
1: Red London. So see, folks, the and benefits its
0: worth it. It's worth it.
1: The benefits to working for Slayhouse is you become an advanced <laughs> reader for the coolest fucking oh, books. T- I'm on telling the you, planet.
0: man. I'm telling you too. Uh, this one's—I'm not—I'm not even going to talk about the plot because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But if you liked Red uh red widow i'm i'm like getting so excited i'm not like around. knocking
1: down the podcast booth
0: <laughs> uh no but really like if you're excited for or, or if you liked red widow at all uh this is um this is an auto buy this is a must include you yes. gotta get this one yep. it's really good and as with everything she does it is so timely it has such a a finger on the pulse of what's going on in the world politically mm-hmm It's so good, man. It's so good. (laughs) So it's it's I mean, it's it would be the number one. But there's one book, one book that I'm uh, most
1: excited about this year. Well, I am interested to hear your number one. Um, If you want me to go first so we can keep the suspense going. Yeah, do it. I'll list uh, Josh Rydell's Please Report Your Bug Here which is like has its talking about timely. It's about this um, IT worker, I guess, data analysis or whatever, goes to work for an app there in like Silicon Valley. Sure, Um, It's a dating app, and he like gets lost in the programming. It's a sci-fi novel, and I just thought, dude, this looks interesting. I'm trying to branch out from, you know. It sounds
0: interesting. Even the title
1: sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – I just thought, you know, and the cover looks really great. And I thought, you know, this is a really interesting book. So, yeah, I want to try this. So, I again, I wanted my list not to, not, I wanted horror on there, but I, Slay House is more than just horror. So, I wanted it to reflect our interests. And I feel like my list did a Pretty good job of reflecting, like all. Of I our think interest. so. Yeah. The, y- yeah,
0: you've got a lot more uh, variety. I think. I, I, I mean, mine only span like two or three genres.
1: But that's perfectly fine too. Yeah, I mean, I that's, mean yeah.
0: It, I, I, and here's the thing: this won't be the only stuff that I read this year. Absolutely. You know, there's not. so many. Other I hope books not. You still have
1: another up. Star Wars update, you owe me. I know. <laughs> oh my god, this Star Wars <laughs>
0: update is killing me, bro. Um, but my um, most anticipated read of 2023 is. Yep. Th- the Cage of Dark Hours by uh, Marina Lostetter comes uh, out February fourteenth. Yeah. This isn't going to surprise anybody. I think The Helm of Midnight is a great fucking book. <laughs> um, you know, fantasy isn't always my genre, but when it is my genre, it's my genre, right? Yeah. Like, 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 I really. Um, enjoy fantasy when it's good and thought provoking and, uh, just, just like weird and unique. And that is, uh, the helm of, of midnight by Marina Lostetter. Um, that book is so weird and interesting and, uh, complex. She's such a great writer and the cage of dark hours, which is the sequel to the helm of midnight. I think it's just it's just she she keeps going. It's like hit after hit. I keep reading her stuff and thinking, Jesus Christ, how do you get better? How do you keep doing this? Um, I'm so excited for this book. I can't wait for We've it. We
1: got to have her back on the show then. I uh, you know what?
0: <laughs> uh, if I could trick her into into saying yes again, you know, coming <laughs> over and, and talking to us about this new book, that would be really really awesome. Um, but but you know even if she doesn't, that's not going to stop me from uh, you know buying this book the the moment it comes out and uh, <laughs> and you know carrying it around uh, under my arm just to be like, hey look new Marina lost her. <laughs>
1: Um. So that's that's it. That's our list of reads. That's, that's our, our announcements.
0: List of an- anticipated
1: reads. That's our look in brief at twenty twenty three. I think I want to close out this episode by and again. As we all know, I'm not really leaving because the sleigh house as a whole is what, my baby. What is it it's, that
0: they say in Sandlot? I don't remember. About le- like le- like uh, legends never die or something like that.
1: Like now I'm a legend.
0: No, it's a it's a it's like something like legend <laughs> like uh, memories may fade or legends never die or something like that. I don't, I yeah, don't even, or yeah. t- I don't even remember. Who cares? I was gonna I be really remember. profound and I fucked it all <laughs> up for you.
1: I, you know, I'm not really going anywhere because Slay House is my baby, but um, Slay House has become a vision that while I still have ultimate kind of say over what goes on with Slay House, um, after the Slay siblings kind of tell me what to say and think, (laughs) um, it's, 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 I feel so fortunate. We, I just did this fireside chat with SNHU and we had some of the best turnout that they've ever had with that, uh, with that podcast. Um, and it's open to their creative writing students and i got to see if i can link to it because they were they were like and they were amazed they had this these two co-hosts and we were all on zoom and they were saying there were more questions coming in than they had ever seen come in through these fireside <laughs> chats and they yeah. were just getting we actually went over the allotted time because people were just still writing in with questions and talking about stuff that's and that's so um funny. you know one of the things we talked about was like they were amazed that slayhouse kind of blossomed and, and came up, you know, the way it did, because they said, you know, how did you form this? And I said, it kind of fell into my lap. You know, I had this decision and during the pandemic to form this publishing house and, you know, there's all the, the monotonous stuff about, you know, LLCs and getting contracts written and all this stuff. But, um, but the, the talent that was surrounding me at the time that has jumped in has, help to make all of this possible so like trevor you know not just helping me with the podcast he's been my co-host since the beginning um now you know he's also being the podcast and he's still gonna help me out like when we do these anthologies i oh, mean we're yeah. still we're still looking at this stuff uh, yeah, um, as I'm well as doing some other editing any of that stuff you know um we found some you know we I'd made the joke, we stole Karen. We got Karen over from... (laughs) We not only got her book, which we both fell in love with, but we also got her editing skills. And now we've got, like, Curtis Harrell writing scripts for us for the radio dramas, and we've got, like, studio people that we've happened to meet and, like, step up and, like, give us, um, you know, assist us in areas that we... It's like anytime we've needed a specialty to, like, make this possible, the person has appeared in our lives to be like, I can help with this. And it has been... It has been such a fortunate journey and I'm really excited to see where it goes. So I am a little sad that I can't be here every week anymore, but I'm also very thankful because I know that even as I let go of control of some of these facets to focus on other things, that I am leaving it in the hands of people who know the vision and know what what we want and can help. Make this thrive, so we. That yeah. means we're only going to continue to grow more and more, and yeah. I'm I'm excited about this. I'm excited about about all of it. I am too, and because I am the ultimate boss. If I decide to come back, I can always fucking come back. <laughs> you know. Well, that's
0: the great thing. I mean, I mean really, the,
1: <laughs> the you know the reason we are doing
0: this is because of the growth that we've seen, you know, and, and, you know, a kind of need to address that growth Uh, because for us to do kind of the best stuff that we want to do, it means we, you know, we got to, we got to choose which projects, you know, to yeah. kind of throw ourselves into and i think this means a lot of really good things for slayhouse because you're not going away but this also means that, you know, the the podcast can kind of take on a, a weird new dimension for yeah. itself and and kind of, you know, find a, a new uh you know, kind of direction as we step into this, you know, second year of of doing stuff. I'll never
1: forget before the podcast was even started. Like as we were like planning all of this out, like the publishing house and the podcast and all of this, I'm talking with Chris who's our our product our producer for like the radio dramas, and I'm like, all right, I think I'm developing a theme song for this and I'm I'm getting it. And so I'm (laughs) playing stuff on the guitar. And Chris is like, Jeremy, you need to step back. (laughs) You're wearing too many hats. You're doing too much, and that's great, but you need to trust the people that you are surrounding yourself with to do the job that they can do. And that's what I've been doing more and more, and that's what I'm doing with relinquishing my co-hosting duties here at the podcast, and I have enjoyed this immensely. I'm glad to focus my attentions elsewhere so that we can keep growing, and I'm really excited to see what Trevor and Kate do as they move forward with this, and I'm just... Thank you all. Thank you all for listening to me and putting up with my my voice. I hate the sound of my own voice on radio.
0: <laughs> it sounds good on radio, though. It sounds really great on I hate radio. my voice.
1: Um, but you know what? Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I can't wait to see where it goes from here.